Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Holidays are coming, holidays are coming, holidays are coming. Tis the season, watch out, <laughs> look around, go, go, oh. oh dear. How's it going? How's it going, Loki Moa? Two days Happy till Christmas, baby. fucking Christmas. Yeah. Happy, it's uh, the 23rd of two, Christmas. I've just said two days till Christmas. Yeah, I know, but I had to figure out what actually what actual date was, mate. It's Christmas time. <laughs> I'm sitting close to the curtain. You carry on talking. All right, then. Why, why? What are you going to do? There's a curtain in Stack Towers where Luke uh, doesn't like to see what's outside, lest he become distracted. And, and I'll tell you what it is. What? I look through it? the window at the seat I'm in, and people can see me. Right. And you either get a combination of the sun at a certain time of the day going off the windscreens and blinding you, yeah. or you get people who walk past our office and go, that's not like a normal office. Right. What are they doing, what in, are they there? doing in there? Yeah, what are they... What is he building in there? I'm fucking busy! Move on! I'm doing content, mate. I'm a content node. I'm, <laughs> yeah. sp- I'm a big content pipe. What's your Christmas... Big greasy spools of... Content. Christmas gravy coming at your coming at your pipes. <laughs> uh, What's your Christmas uh, vibe this year, Donny? Oh mate, I bought the biggest fucking turkey. Oh, I take fucking shelves out of my freezer. It's a terrible situation. You're a turducken man, surely. I just I just find it so difficult to make that fucking dinner taste good. It's always rank, it's always dry, it's all you know, all how the fucking... How many are you sitting this year? Uh we're sitting four. Who, talk to me. Who is it? Uh, just Sarah's mum and dad. And you? Have a bit. Have a bit of dinner. What's West Ham on Boxing Day? Lovely. Lovely. Oh, lovely. Lovely. So you. So they're coming to you. Yeah. And you're cooking. Uh, I'll help. Good. I'm. I'm. I. Yeah. Everyone. Good I'm not lord. Really good. <laughs> good lord. I'll help. Yeah. I've got. Um, do you ever think, think about baby Jesus in the manger? What do you on mean? Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. Oh, I've, got, I've not got room for him. No room for a bed. <laughs> that's what that's what they well, say. Do I ever think about it? Do I ever sort of wake up? I don't think I've thought about. Even though I Christmas is one of my favourite time of years, uh, I've just, I just don't really. I don't think, think about Jesus. him really. He doesn't come into it for me. He was a very humble man though, so presumably he wouldn't mind. <laughs> He'd be all right. He got you know what, Pete. This isn't about me. He'd say, no. <laughs> "This isn't about me. This no. is about this is oh." Uh, a TV show about uh, Jesus Man is is it's gone even crazier. What's that? Uh, dark uh, Midnight Mass. Oh, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. Watch, still, what episode are you on? Watch a couple more. I think I'm on five or something, and it's uh, it's got it's gotten a bit chillier, and it? it's yeah. gotten a bit oh, chillier. Yeah. So the biggest still complaint from our household 
And I suppose it is kind of fairly vaguely Christmas themed. We're supposed mm. to be talking about Christmas things here, which is a it's nightmare Christmas, because we never stay on one topic no. on two seconds. No, exactly. Um, the, my biggest complaint with Midnight Mass and, and the Wi-Fi I have access to it. People will be going to Midnight Mass at Christmas, thank you very they much. They will. Not yes, like that, I hope. Not like that. Um, is it's not camp enough. What do you mean? It didn't lead into it enough. <laughs> oh, right. So have you got to the bit yet? Uh, do you mind me saying this? Uh, Should I not say anything? I am enjoying it, so let's not spoil okay, I won't it. Spoil I, it. I won't few... do what you did to me for Game of Thrones. I literally said there was a dragon or something. A, I wouldn't even say a, a no, barrel. It was a coffee cup. So it wasn't even. My point was, I mentioned that there was a big hoo ha ha, a brouhaha. Literally, uh, somebody <laughs> somebody left a coffee uh, cup and a Starbucks coffee cup on set, and it somehow slipped through the net, and it was on the telly in a in a fantasy drama, um, and. You were really upset that I was telling you about it, and I'm like, it's not, it's not important in the, in the plot. No, but it is important to me because Why? I'm going to spend most of my time looking out for a Starbucks cup now. I'm not supposed to be enjoying it. You poisoned my mind. You planted the Starbucks seed, and that's disappointing to me. You don't put. Yes, no, that would get you fired. Um, what you say? Midnight, Midnight Mass is a Christmas show for all the family. Yeah, I think. Yeah, look, it's on Netflix. Get your family all around yeah. and uh, and watch it. So you'll be you'll be at um, your place. Yes. It's nice. It's going to be the first Christmas in your house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. Have you put the decor- by now you put the decorations up and everything? Yeah. yeah. And oh. and you're having what time will the, will the in-laws be over? Uh I think it'll be over quite early on Christmas day, I think. I think it's staying until 27th. We, so we and, and we talk a lot about uh, my father-in-law, the great LC. Um how how's the uh, how's how will Christmas relations be with with um with your father-in-law? So for example, if you sit down and play a board game, yeah. are you letting him win? They, uh, well, A, I'm not very skilled, I'm not very competitive, <laughs> and they're both skilled and competitive. So you won't, you won't need so to let I him won't win. need to let them win. Yeah. But it's always like, <laughs> I'm not good, I can't, I'm sorry. Uh, but it, they're, they're very competitive, and it, right. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's really, it's I think you really should tell cool. Them. Just redact the names. Uh... Uh, we were uh, there was a game where you had to sort of shout um, in five seconds. Uh, this yeah. little game where five seconds, yeah, I shout three things to do on a train. Right? Yeah, you were and boozing. A member of a member of the family, yeah, female, uh, said, uh, you know, uh, drink, read, I don't know, play with yourself. <laughs> Fucking hell! Good honour. What did you say? I laughed. I went, ha ha! Brilliant. Yeah. That's Super. nice. So that's the kind of thing you can expect at Christmas yeah. in the house, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And Filth. How do you feel? Absolute gro- I think I'd fit in this, I'm like a glove, personally. You are the kind of person who would bring home a turducken. Yeah, and not really know how to cook it. And be like, I've got this, it's better. It's like three times <laughs> it's better. It's better, and it's from Iceland. Yeah. <gasps> could go to Iceland. Iceland's around the corner. Could get me Christmas shopping there. Christian bits and bobs. At the risk of Vol-a-vons. sounding like the most middle-class snobby man in the world. Right. I understand people on different budgets and all that kind of stuff. Big prawn ring. Don't go to Iceland. Why? Don't go there. It's crap. It's not crap. It's full of crap. It's not full of crap. Think of Christmas pound. is all about crap. It's all about filo. It's all about cream. It's all about that shit. And in Iceland, you can get you it cheaper. You sound like Prince. You sound, you sound like Prince. It's all there. about cream. <laughs> so you are going to shop, your Christmas shopping for your food is in Iceland. I've already got the turkey. I'll do the rest of Iceland. All good. What um, and and um, what's your recipe for the turkey? Because you know people like to store them in water. Yeah, store them water. I haven't got a vessel big enough. It'd have to be the dirty. Um, There's only four. Of you was dirty it's so bucket. Big. I don't know. I just I, 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 I panicked. It's a dirty old bucket. I've got nothing to keep. A, I can keep it in the sink. I guess I could. Uh, yeah. Ugh, you don't need a big turkey for four people, do you? No. Just get just get a, one the small one, the size of a chicken or something. Do you, shall I just saw it in half when yeah. it's still frozen and just throw it, throw the rest out for the foxes? Yeah, do that <laughs> in the front garden. So that's the, the first thing people garden. see when they turn up. It's like fox tearing up a carcass <laughs> so I'll be uh, at my parents obviously wasn't able to do that last year yeah 
Last year was um, the Wi-Fi of access to and I just box sets and eating food and just hanging out and going for walks, which was obviously lovely. Yeah. But like, I, I did miss my family. We tried to do a replication of Christmas like in April or something. Mm. And I get it. It was fine. And it was really, everyone made the effort and it's cool. But it's just not the same, is it? No, no, it isn't. Yeah, no, that's a bit of a nightmare, to be honest. So but this year will be... Oh, uh, yeah. You, you're going to have such a lovely time. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Are you going to sit on... Are you going down to Portsmouth? Yeah. Start, yeah. I'll sue chef for my mum. Sit on the old... Uh, sit on the old... Um, uh, what are they called? What's he been restoring? Your dad? Oh, bench. Bench. Oh, he loves it. He's retired now, my dad, so he's, doing, he's all about the benches. Yeah, nice. He's basically scouring Gumtree and eBay for wood and for bench ends. <laughs> bench ends. But it's a really great niche because he can pick bench ends up. Iron, cast iron bench ends. Yeah. Most of them, no exaggeration, most of the time, the Gumtree listing is like, just come and get it. Just come and get it too heavy. We don't yeah. want them. Yeah. We don't want them, so don't worry about paying us. And then all you need to do is add seven bits of wood. I think it's 12. Slats, 12, 12 slats. slats, yeah. And he, and, he, and he renders them nicely and he paints the bench ends and he varnishes and, yeah. he, and he puts the supporting slat in the middle. Mm. But he can sell that. I mean, essentially, the labour, which he'd be doing anyway because he enjoys it, it's a hobby, mm. aside, put the labour to one side, you're probably talking about an outlay of about 15 to 20 quid per bench. Yeah. Selling for 400 quid. Yeah, decent. It's great. Yeah, because we, we, we're in a situation where we cannot get... Bench, like you got like I don't know, not DFS. What's that like home base or something? Mm. And these benches are like mass-produced, like crappy benches, aren't they? Yeah. Like not just that place, but everything nowadays. Oh, you're just right, plastic yeah. and kind of like cookie cutter. It's nice to have something that you, that's been restored from yeah. from old. So my dad's already given us a, a bench, uh, so we won't have another one for a Christmas present because our garden isn't that big anyway. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's great. Um, cool. Um, yeah, we've got him a couple of... He won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. We've got him a couple of presents relating to his kind of hobby. Right, okay. So it's actually... It's made it easy to buy stuff for him for Christmas because, it, you know, blokes of a certain age are impossible to buy for. Hmm. My, my old man's not really got that many interests. He's not like a modern man. Do you know what I mean? Right. So he's like, I like to watch the telly. Uh, I like to read the paper. Yeah. Uh, I like to go to the pub for a pint with my brother. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't really help us out at Christmas, that. No, that really isn't, no. Yeah. And he, I think he genuinely would be... He would be fine if for Christmas me and my brother-in-law just went to the pub with him for a pint. That'd be fine. Yeah, for him. But but, but the, the politics of the family dictates that you can't do that. <laughs> so some families, um, is it you who told me about this? It might be some. Anyway, someone told me that they know of families that they get the amount of people who are going to be around on Christmas for the family Christmas, mm. and they just do a secret Santa, and that oh. is a fucking brilliant idea. What? One present each. That's all you fucking need. <laughs> Everyone's got everything they need anyway. Yeah. And, and like my, my, my niece and my nephew, who are amazing, and they're really lovely kids, they get millions of presents. They don't fucking need them. Half of them, they play with them for five minutes. Mm. And yeah, that's but, that. But we remember the magic of Christmas, just like opening present after present after present. Just the, the sheer excitement that you were going to have like a million fucking presents. I mean, it's brilliant. Absolutely true. Brilliant. That is true. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll leave them out of it. They can have whatever they want. <laughs> Everyone else, it's like, what am I going to buy for my mum? What am I going to buy for my mum? Well, we had, we, we've got a secret Santa here at uh, Stack. Uh, we're going to yeah. be having a, a 24th, of, uh, 24th of December illegal rave uh, with each other. <laughs> and we're going to be, uh, but we, we have got a secret Santa here. And um, the, the, the software, because it's all going to be done online. Oh, yeah, it's good, that. The software is good. But then um, there's a boxing ch- tick uh, to sort of say, um, I'd like this particular uh, present. I'd like you'd sort of go, well, I don't want a generic present that you're just going to think like a joke present. I want this particular thing, and they can list basically something they've had their eye on. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I, I think I still, that's overreach. But still, I felt duty bound to buy it for the person who I'm supposed to be buying it for. Really? Yeah. 
Draw your drawnames.co.uk. That's overreach. Yeah, in my opinion. But but, but I mean, I presume you. Have, I've not written what I want. Nah. So that's very much the, the decision that a young lady has made <laughs> in that particular situation. I, I keep getting. I don't trust you, whoever you are, get, getting me a present. I want this thing, please. I can see why they've done that. <laughs> they don't know I'm buying it, though. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. They could they have, you think, could have been buying it, see? They probably thought I might get Luke or Pete, and that could be a disaster yeah. for my Christmas. Yeah. Uh, the stakes are high. What um, What have you asked for for Christmas? Uh, uh, <laughs> I going to reveal who I was giving the Christmas. Uh, I've not uh, asked for anything, because, Luke... I want for nothing. I mean, again, though, we don't make it easy on people, do we? As we get older, I've got no, in- I've got no interests that um, I would trust anyone else to satisfy. <laughs> so it's really hard to sort of buy for me. I would say. Yeah, I, I, I... there's a coat or a, some pants. No socks though this year because I bought three packs of black socks uh, on Amazon, and it has revolutionised my life. All my socks are now black. No dicking about with weird fucking ones. It, I, I, I can mix and match if I want. I think that's I a can... big step forward for you because oh, you are a wacky socks man, though. Luke, man. I am so pleased with my choices of ordering like loads of packs of uh, the same black sock. I only wear Nike tennis socks, yeah. and I buy a massive pack of them every year. Mm. But the, the different colours, presumably, nah, as well. all white, all, all white. white. The only difference between if I wear a suit or a pair of dress socks. Yeah. But other than that, I'm 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 tennis socks the whole way through. I don't fucking care now. I don't care what people think I look like. Yeah. And I I have cared about it traditionally for years because you know you're a younger man, you want to try and look your best, and you know everyone's got a different idea of what's cool and what isn't. I just don't care now. Mm. I, honestly, I wake up in the morning. If I'm coming into work, breakfast, <laughs> I come into work early. And the Wi-Fi I have access to is not going into it that day or she's working from home, she's still in bed. My number one priority is to not wake her up. Oh, yeah. No, That's so it. I've... I've I just got... put on whatever. Yeah, so I don't necessarily... Um, I, I don't shower in the uh, shower next to the bedroom. There's one downstairs that I use. And two I... showers? Two showers. Absolutely. That's great when you've got people over for Christmas. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, and that's my little rotten, dirty little shower that yeah. I use. And then uh, and I get changed in a room that's as far away from the bedroom as possible because I like to think I'm a responsible boy. You are not a responsible boy, I but in that, in that, in that, in that, in that you are. Yeah. What's your Christmas day look like then? So what you, you, you I mean, because when there's no real kids around, you're not getting up that early. You get up, you do. Dragging your... us back to Christmas on Christmas when all I want to do is talk about socks right. and showers. Well, socks, socks are a very they are a big, big part of Christmas. Christmas. Theme, I just don't yeah. want anyone buying me any socks. Yeah. But then if I sort of tell everyone, don't buy me any socks, it's going to be a little bit, little bit like Ringo saying that he's not going to sign any more um, bits and bobs. Do you have sympathy for Ringo for that though? Uh. I do. I just think it's. I, I. I don't. If I sent something into Ringo, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't sign it. If I, I wouldn't be surprised if I never saw that again, because it's a risk. Because Ringo might sort of go. I That's don't what have he's time. Thinking. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. Um, he's but he's just making it very clear. He said, "Don't sign anything," because I'll just. I'll just burn it. I'll burn it in a big bin. I love that because peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> I love that he's. He's now just saying like, "Fuck it." <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm not doing I will anything. Burn your shit. <laughs> I wonder what Ringo Starr's Christmas is going to be like. He's in a back garden full of all the stuff that people have sent him that year. Yeah, he's going to b- blow him up with shotguns, just firing a shotgun. And um, Links Africa. <laughs> yes, he's doing a Links Africa on him. De- deodorant flamethrower. I'm going to set fire to all of this, and yeah. I'm going to watch. And someone, and, and then uh, his wife's going to be like, "No, 
That's like the original fucking master tapes of all the Beatles records that you had in the same pile. I don't bloody care. Yeah. yeah. The Beatles might not ever sell any records now. <laughs> uh, have you watched any of the new Beatles uh, eight hour documentary with uh, Peter Jackson? I have. I watched the clip of Paul McCartney writing Get Back. Right. And I okay. cannot get my head around it. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. He's going, he's going, do, 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 meet free Monday, you can't do it. And then he sort of goes in and get back. It's just so weird because it's so much a part of the culture and because it's so like the biggest compliment I can pay to those kind of Beatles songs is that in some weird way they feel like they just already exist always existed yeah and so the idea of them being actually purposefully created and crafted <laughs> it's just weird to look at yeah. it feels like a category it's been pulling out it's like mystic- pulling that out of, out of the ether yeah. kind of thing it's not really songwriting it's like it's forming something that because is Neil, so Neil, familiar to Neil Young famously says that like he can't honestly feel like he can take any credit for the songs he's written because mm. he feels like a he feels like he's like the a vessel he's the vehicle that's yeah. come through like they're, just, yeah. they're just there and he's the one who's put them down on paper I felt like that when I co-wrote a song called Pornovision Johnny by uh, but for what by, I will what, I will yeah. what, what were the lyrics uh, Pornovision Johnny Pornovision Johnny Pornovision Johnny, Pornovision Johnny, uh, uh, you don't have to worry, you don't have to worry, because all the things you see are rude, Pornovision Johnny. Uh, it's not massively dissimilar to the Yellow Submarine. <laughs> Pornovision so, Johnny. So I've watched that clip, I, I don't have any appetite for, so I have a, uh, not a problem because no one gives a shit and mm. you know, I can easily just not consume this stuff. Mm. There's a massive industry around just the Beatles. You know, yeah, there's there's a there's a famously there's a um, a collection of books. I think they're seen as a, the definitive biography of the Beatles. Mm. And I think I'm right in saying the first volume is 900 pages, <laughs> and at the end of it, you're at like 1957. It's absolutely and mad, the Beatles isn't it? haven't even really formed. And people, <laughs> there's an appetite for that. So when I saw that it was like eight hours, yeah. I get this Peter Jackson, I get that's his vibe, I get that people who love the Beatles are going to be into it. I would love, and this is probably sacrilegious to say, uh, I would love just a, a one-hour supercut. Yeah, just give, give the us the best bits. bits. Give yeah. us, get right in, um, uh, let it be. Give us on the roof. Uh, they eat a lot of sandwiches, apparently. But there's, there's also some weird <laughs> thing that you know how it came about that they were it, it, they were rolling cameras secretly the whole time, right? And I think John Lennon knew. So oh, that's so why John was... Lennon doesn't say much. Oh, and he wasn't doing his mm, I thought, thing I think, that he used I think to he do. Was quite partial, yeah, right. to, partial to the heroin at the time as well. So right, okay. That might that, have been part. That of makes it. you uh, withdraw but, a little bit. But the funny yeah. thing about the McCartney right get back is that like Ringo and uh, George mm. are just sat there yawning. Yeah, and like bored. It's just mad. It's just it's mad. mad. It's fucking mad. It's, yeah, mad. it's mad. Anyway, Peter, I did ask uh, you a question about fucking your Christmas day. What does it look like? What do you mean? What does it look like? We just sat. Ar- we sat around. What time did you get up? Watch your... Probably later than I used to, and I always, le- I always get up about, I get up about like nine or ten, and it's like that's too late for Christmas. Yeah, I feel. Got, like I that. feel like I always felt like sort of growing up and, and like when I started going out for for, for swigs uh, uh, and, and and getting back quite late on a Christmas Eve, I'd be getting up at ten and feeling a bit groggy and going, I've let everyone down here. Yeah, I feel dirty. I, I, I don't feel like I'm I'm sort of making the most of Christmas here. Awful. Yeah, and, and um, I remember once being actually ill on Christmas Day, and my mum thought I was hungover, but I wasn't. She gave me a proper dressing down. I think she still feels guilty about it. Aww. What time do you have your Christmas lunch? Like mid-afternoon? Yeah, mid-afternoon. Not too late, not too early. Same. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, same. Yeah. And will you have to do a board game or not? Yeah, again, like uh, the, the, the partner I've access to is uh, her family, quite competitive and uh, yeah. quite skillful. And I just sit there and go, I just... I, 
I'm found it the same. I, I, I'm offering nothing I, here. I'm not really a big fan of the old board game. So what I always pray is happening is like a, it's a film on the afternoon or the evening that everyone wants to watch. Yeah, get out of the board game thing. Because <laughs> people talk about Monopoly and all sorts. I'm not fucking doing four hours of Monopoly on Christmas Day. I like, That's a job. That's a I fucking would, shift. I would like to play Clue. Cl- I always wanted to play. My mum and dad were never into playing board games, and I, I got Cluedo one year, and I was really looking forward to playing a game of Cluedo. And I think we played fucking half a game before people got bored. My dad yeah. walked off, and I was like, "Just give me one game of bloody Cluedo. I love yeah. Cluedo." Was your old man? Was your old man change his routine for Christmas Day? No, God, no. We'd have to form ourselves around him. So what time would you have your lunch on Christmas Day back in your old house? Well, sometimes he wouldn't be there because he'd, he'd be he'd be asleep because he's on shifts, or oh. and he'd have his later on anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. right. I feel really lucky that my parents are always around on Christmas Day for that reason. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break okay. for this Christmas special because when we come back, we are going to listen to some stories that our lovely listeners have told us uh, about their Christmases. So stick around for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're Not Fucking Historians is the show all about Irish history, where Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes bring you a few facts and plenty of crack. This month saw their most important episode yet, the history of Ireland's favourite malty beverage. That's where he's got the brewery, St. James's Gate. He took out a 9,000-year lease. In the year 10,000, that's going to be a sad day for Guinness when they're booted out. <laughs> 10,759 AD. Heineken just come in and go, finally we've got it. <laughs> On Tuesday, they're reflecting on their own festive traditions and a few things you might not know about the Emerald Isle's Christmas connections. There is apparently mounting evidence that St Nicholas of Myra, who inspired the legend of Santa, is buried in County Kilkenny. It's actually on private land, so they don't allow visitors. Don't, I don't think it's a great one to sell the kids. Can we go to Disneyland? <laughs> no, come on, I'll take you to where Santa's buried. <laughs> So come on in and get involved. Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians wherever you get your podcasts. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 
Welcome back to a special Christmas, pre-Christmas experience. Are you having a good time at Christmas? Are you going to have a bad time at Christmas? Have you had a bad or good time at Christmas in the past? We're going to be reading out your messages now. I reckon we could do like an AI version of Luke and Pete show in, mate, two years. (laughs) We just pump ourselves into a computer. If an AI could really, could actually understand my accent and my stuttering, confused delivery, I I think I sound more like an AI than any AI, really. They're going, is is this procedurally generated? But I think if you were really, really good, like genuinely good, Mm. you'd be lost to us here, wouldn't you? So What do you mean? Oh, I see, yeah. yeah, So that'd be a shame. Um, Before we get into the emails, I shout out to Kyron for sending in a picture of the Christmas tree in Gosport, the public Christmas tree in Gosport High Street, which is where I grew up. It looks like the most depressing Christmas tree of all time. (laughs) It genuinely came close to ruining my Christmas. Right, okay. It's the f- it's about fucking five feet tall in a high street, <laughs> and it's, it looks so apologetic. They should have not bothered. Now, thanks for sending that in, uh, Kyron. Um, what about this one, then? Let's start with one from uh, Dom, uh, who says the following. Hi, guys. I uh, thought I'd answer the call that you put out for shit Christmases. You ready for this one, Peter? Okay. We're going back to 2019. That sweet final year before we ever had to listen to 55-year-old hobby epidemiologists explaining how viruses and vaccines worked takes me right back. It had been uh, a bloody great day back at my parents, and as usual, everyone was pissed. (laughs) We were winding the day down with some family ball games, and during a heated round of Articulate, things went south. My twin brother was shouting in my ear in the way that only an unaware drunk British bloke can... (laughs) After a few minutes of this, I proceeded to give him a slap around the head to get him to knock it off. Unfortunately, I ended up clouting him a lot harder than I intended, as I was an equally unaware drunk British bloke, uh, so all (laughs) hell broke loose. Fast forward to a couple of minutes, and he's put his fist through a window, and I'm ordering an Uber to take us to A&E at half midnight. Yes, please. My brother's wearing a Christmas suit. (laughs) The guy in his late 20s, he's in his late 20s, but he's dressed like a children's entertainer from the 80s that Operation Utree would be interested in. <laughs> I'm covered in red wine and gravy. Neither of us are in a suitable for public consumption condition. Yeah. We're at A&E for about two hours getting it sorted. It's a nightmare. The saving grace was, of course, the NHS staff. We took it all in their stride with a good sense of humour. Not as bad as some people's Christmases, I'm sure, but not one I forget in a hurry. <laughs> Dom, that is fantastic. Your brother's wearing a christmas theme suit. Yes, You're covered in red please. wine and gravy, and you've had a lovely old Christmas fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Have you ever sort of... Ex- do you know anybody who's had such an explosive Christmas? Because Christmas arguments are always very much on the table uh, and, and perfected in the uh, Donaldson household, usually between my, my know-all self and my know-all dad. Uh, but has it ever come to blows with anyone you know? Um... No, not really. I got kicked out of the house on Christmas morning once by my lovely nan, who right. sadly passed away now, because um, I completely forgot. I don't know why. I had got her a present, but I hadn't got her a card. And she Big was like, deal. She was like, I don't care about the present. I yeah. want you to write me a nice card because, you know, you're my grandson, my only grandson, yeah. and I love you and all this stuff. So I don't care where you go and get one from, uh, but you're not coming back into this house till you get one. This is Christmas Day. Fucking <laughs> Christmas Day. Get down the garage, mate. And my, and my nan was like a tough old Scottish lady. Um, and uh, <laughs> so there's no arguing with her. So I, um, I had to go down to, I think I ended up finding all days. Remember all days? I don't remember all days. It's kind of like the co-op. It's like right. a precursor to the co-op, okay, maybe. Yeah. And they were open. They had all they had left because it was Christmas Day, of course, was a box of Christmas cards, like ten. <laughs> so I had to buy those. I had to write one for my nan with a pen that I borrowed from the lady working in the shop. Right. Okay. And um, turn up with it, and she was like, "Okay, you can come in now." <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing really major. No, I mean, my family's. I mean, 
they've got their problems. Well, I told you about the people who have been in and out of prison and stuff. But yeah. my immediate family mm. are all very reasonable and all very okay. kind of. They're not boozers, really. They're not kind of. It's just, we're quite we're quite normal, quite quite yeah. kind of low key. How about yeah, you? I like that. Are you no, I mean, I think my dad's family would have Christmas punch ups, but no, nothing nothing down our end. I've never really seen a punch up at a family wedding either. Uh, that's a thing, isn't oh, it? Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I've never really, I don't really think I've witnessed that. I've seen some stuff where I've been when I've been at a wedding where I've just been like a, a guest in the evening. I don't really know anyone, but not a family wedding. <laughs> anyway, Pete, do the email, but from uh, from Lewis. I uh, got a message from. Where is the message from Lewis? It's below the one from Dom. Oh good. Let me do Are you a, in the Christmas uh, running order, Peter? Yes, I am. Lewis Christmas stories. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> this is by <laughs> this is uh, by far on the worst list, uh, as in good or bad Christmases. Um, this is the first and last time I have done this. Typically, in my parents' ends of the country, it is normal for people to go to the pub on Christmas Day. I think we all do a little bit of that here and there. Uh, normally, my dad would go and mum would stay behind to do the food with us kids, enjoying Christmas Day gifts and games. This uh, one year, he asked me to join him. I must have been about 17 or 18 at the time. I thought, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Uh, we get there at 10am and the drinking starts. Trying to keep pace with him and his mates, I go through one too many, have some shots, and before I know it, I wake up in bed that evening at 8pm. Dazed and confused, I come downstairs for that guaranteed <laughs> joyous meal of the year, Christmas dinner, only to be hit with a fat slice of the Christmas call uh, from my mother. Um, <laughs> she updates me on what happens next. We came up 4pm. We came home at 4pm, apparently, drunk as a skunk, I ate my Christmas dinner. It was freezing cold, but ignored my mum's advice to have it reheated in the oven. I then threw it all up, apparently. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm now hungry, no Christmas dinner, very hungover, and I can't stomach any more Christmas treats. That's my worst Christmas day for sure. Lewis, you've ruined Christmas, but thank you for your message. What you've done there is you've run roughshod over people who've done a lot of work. Yeah, they've worked Christmas. so hard. Yeah. They've worked so hard and look, look at what you've done. All they wanted was one day for the family to come together and yeah. you have vomited it. Dad's oh. got to take some share of the blame then, though. Dad, Dad should be able to sort of go, let's put the brakes on, son. Yeah. You don't need the shots. I don't understand the reason for going... I, I understand you want to go to the pub. If you, So my best friend Jimmy, he's big in his local pub. Yeah. Like he goes there all the time. Guy, yeah, yeah. He's a pub man. I can understand totally why the pub was not open for a couple of hours on Christmas Day. You go down there, wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Yeah, have one pint. You yeah. don't need more than one pint. A couple of pints, max. A couple of pints, max. What's the vibe when you're going down and just shoving a binge drinking on Christmas Day? I don't really get that. <laughs> to me, that's just odd. I know you're 17, fine, you do stupid things when you're young. I get that. I've certainly been guilty of that myself. Not on Christmas Day. Uh, mm. um, but it just seems like a bit of a weird thing. Mine's like, uh, my Christmas is kind of like having, like in recent years, having once, maybe one, maybe two pints, feeling like I've had too many pints, getting home, uh, boozily eating Christmas dinner, uh, and then sort of settling down, dozing off for a bit, watching Indiana Jones and playing football manager while yeah. my parents, while my dad dozes and my mum just dozes. Uh, We're a uh, very dozy family. Yeah. I, I think there's I something wrong with that. the gas. She <laughs> <laughs> get a carbon dioxide. Um, I, I also, this might shock people as well, I rarely, if ever, drink alcohol on Christmas Day. Yeah, it was so never a glass a thing of wine in the morning, I... a right. champagne kind of Bucks Fist type right. thing, and maybe a glass of wine at night in front of the telly. Yeah. Other than that, I won't really drink. Last, the last Christmas, I had a lot of green ginger wine and Bloody pot. Yeah. Who were you with? Bellies. Just with you and the partner? Yeah. Just the... green ginger wine. What Very... is that? It's uh... is that a brand, green, or is it? No, just green. It's it's, it's green. <laughs> it's green. Is and it the bottle's green, green, I think. I don't know. Green ginger wine. It's nice, though. It's, it's, uh, it's a nice warming. Uh, Christmas drink, but you only see. It. I, I I love. Oh my god! I make so many snowballs though. Bottle of Advocar. 
lemonade. I don't know why we don't. We have these drinks, port to a less extent. Yeah. Green ginger wine, Advocat. Why don't we drink this all fucking year? Yeah. Because Advocat goes mince. Well, yeah, but less so, but like booze, like Advocat. We never drink it at any other time. I never, I'd um, love a snowball on a night out. Car battery acid. Car battery Only acid. at Christmas. Why? I, I, was, I was in a pub yesterday and this uh, guy went, uh, and this guy had made his own uh, kind of drink, right? Um, it was like it's kind of like posh microbrewery, but as a guy, who's was a bit of a character behind behind the bar, and he'd made his own. Uh, it was like it was his spin on a Bloody Mary, and instead of tomato juice, it was Bovril. Fucking hell! And Did I was you try like, some of it? I, d- I wanted to, but I completely like it, it was gone. I'll make some. I'll make some fresh at the end of the round, but you need to give us the round in first, and we and we chipped off after that. So I never actually got a taste. You, of you're a special big fan of Bloody Mary, drink. aren't you? I love a Bloody Mary. I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah, he said it, it, he said he made it because his dad used to at the football. Yeah, put um put whiskey. Oh yeah, that's the worst thing about it is whiskey instead of vodka in it. Yeah, I don't think it'll be I very nice. I don't think it'll be very nice. But whiskey that, and Bovril. So he used to get Bovril on, on the terrace and, and pour his little hip flask in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's possibly a problem. Um, <laughs> possibly a problem. Let's, let's squeeze one more email in about Christmas from Josh, because uh, we will be back on the 27th. Yes, we will. Um, but, but just for now, let's squeeze this last one in from Josh before we go. Um, and then all that's left is for us to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Josh says, Hi, gents. Thought I'd regale you with uh, the tale of my best Christmas. You'll balance it out, Pete. Yeah, okay. Being a lifelong technophile, I always wanted the latest gadgets and gizmos, and as a child, I never wanted for anything, as my mum, despite being a single mum and a nurse, would work overtime and save up to ensure we had the best Christmas every year. Bib. Games, sweets, chocolates, you name it, all culminating in one main present at which my little child's brain would lose its mind with joy. The year is 2002, and a nine-year-old me is buzzing with excitement at what could possibly be waiting for me on Christmas morning. Cut to me opening my gifts and suddenly unwrapping a Nintendo GameCube. Oh, hello. Amazing. I can barely contain my happiness at what was an incredible main present. I continue opening my gifts and come to a smallish box. I unwrap the gift and what's inside but a Nokia 3310. What? Absolute scenes. My first ever phone. I think my life peaked at that point. Two main presents, a feat unimaginable, and one I am grateful for to this day. I love my mum for this and for so many other reasons, although she did ruin it a bit when she had my younger brother a couple years later, <laughs> meaning I didn't get the entirety of her attention anymore. Selfish. Kind regards, Josh. I want to end on that email because, one, it's a lovely story, and two... Shout out to all the mums out there. Yeah. Josh, your mum sounds like an absolute queen, and we hope she has a lovely Christmas. Maybe, if I can, and like a GameCube and a Nokia. Like, that's amazing. She's killing Josh that's, for that's, kindness, That man. is two big hitters. That's two primo shit. That is, the, mm. wow. And Josh's email was actually very well written, so he wasn't spoiled. He didn't think he knew better. He's still, <laughs> no. he's stuck there. He's got his head down. It's worked no. for him. No. Um, but Josh's mum, I don't know what your name is, uh, because Josh hasn't mentioned it. Uh, Mrs. Josh. Mother Josh, whatever. <laughs> Hope you have a lovely Christmas because you so clearly yeah. deserve it. So, have a game of snake. Yeah. Have a game of snake, exactly. I wonder if we've still got the 3310. <laughs> um, all that's left now before Christmas is for us to throw to Pete for, oh, as oh is no. traditional, oh dear. his Christmas address to the Luke and Pete Show Nation. Pete, uh, please take it away. It is my fellow countryman, countrywoman. I am tired. <laughs> I'd, uh, it's been a difficult year for a lot of us. Yeah. We've lost so many and gained so many. Yeah. And uh, I like to think that um, fighting 
with your family over the Christmas period is the true way to uh, respect your... I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it, Luke. I'm fuck losing you, it. Fuck your manger. Fuck, fuck your manger. Fuck it in. Have a scrap with your parents. Yeah. And uh, and then and try and tidy up relations before you reach 2022. Yeah. At the yeah. very least, try and start... Well, we'll go back on the 27th anyway. But at the very yeah. least, yeah. try and start 2022 at... Not know, knowingly worse than 2021. Give yourself a little project because people are going to be getting uh, fit, people are going to be in trim, people are going to be looking for new jobs, stuff like that. But fundamentally, uh, ruin your relationship with your friends and family by being an utter disgrace on Christmas Day and over the Christmas period and then spend January repairing those tendrils, those broken I cannot, legs. I cannot possibly improve on that message. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a lovely Christmas. We'll see you in that weird in-between bit uh, between Christmas and New Year. Ta-ta. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.